Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Be as old as me soon. I'm catching up to you proportionally. But mm. that's, that's enough of that. It is. This is an ancestral. The ancestral. Ancestral? Ancestral. ancestral. And, and my sisteral. <laughs> this is not podiatry podcasting. Podiatry? <laughs> oh, your... no, I put my foot in it again. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. That means it's the one for episode of one. Oh, come on, fuck off, three, two, one. <laughs> G'day, viewers. <laughs> G'day viewers and welcome to episode 153 of Radio Podcasting. (laughs) A dietary podcast. (laughs) Restart. (laughs) Viewers, he hasn't been drinking either, that's what bugs me. (laughs) G'day viewers, G'day viewers and welcome to Radio Hot Lab, episode 153. That light-hearted and zany podcast that takes a look at the world of motor racing, cool emerging technology, gadgets and barbecues and here we are a couple yeah. of weeks since we've done the show and my yes. god we've we've finally purged the state of the international <laughs> drag racing correspondent <laughs> he's back in new south wales so if you're a new south wales viewer he's there ready to haunt you he's, he's up there he's up there in palm beach Haunting the grave of Kerry Packer's <laughs> holiday house. <laughs> Where, incidentally, you can't get good broadband. Now, the funny thing about Palm Beach was that all those people up there with all their money said, look, okay, let's bury all the cables in the ground so we don't see, like, visual, yep. you know, pole pollution and stuff like that. But <laughs> someone forgot to tell them to put the fibre in. Because there he is up on ADSL1. Oh, you know, Unbelievable. There you go. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? Travelled. Well, I know you're good now because, I'm, you know. I'm travelled. You're travelled. I'm seasoned. Yeah. Well, you were uh, I'm off ready to... for baking. Where did you go? Sydney last weekend? Yeah, Sydney and then up to uh, Port Macquarie to see uh, Miss Briz Vegas and yeah. uh, the small child, uh, Matilda, uh, who, and I, who went, went down the road with me. And, and for Matilda those did. who are on my uh, Facebook list, you'll, you'll be able to see the... Uh, a movie that I posted up there called um, Calling All Life iPad Developers because I tell you Maddie's going to be an iPad developer and I'll show you the video later but like she's into it yeah well, I might tell you she, she, she just invented Photoshop for iPad but <laughs> this is not going to be the iPad show no it's not because everyone else because iPads are no show well actually we'll, we'll talk about that later but everybody else I think has been talking about iPad we'll, we'll, we'll get into tech time later but remember this is a motorsport show it is. Anyway, more seriously, what are you having to drink tonight? I'm on the usual light, but later on I'm going to slip into uh, a nice Catnook Founders Block Coonawarra Cab Sav. Oh, mate, I see you got the arse as well. Yeah, I've got the um, Adelaide River Show Society. Arse. 
Adelaide River. Yeah, well, you enjoyed that when you uh, when you went up there to uh, Darwin, when you needed to see right. the Hidden Valley V8 supercars going up a little early and with Rowan and myself. The um, ever reliable um, echo holder. It was <laughs> it was a jumps race. <laughs> jumps. They didn't break a leg falling on you. Fall. <laughs> What's all that about? What are you drinking? I don't have an a. Uh, uh, it's a flashback. It, it, it's actually it's a flashback. You introduced me to this lovely wine, a Scarpentini School Block 05 Shiraz Cabernet Merlot. Um, but I, probably when we, when you first introduced me to it, it was more like a, perhaps in the in the late 90s. It was. It was about 98, and 99, I, I reckon. I don't know whether my palate's changed, which it probably has, but it just, you know, it just was... We used to love this, didn't yeah, we? we did, yep. And uh, so it's not that I don't love it, uh, but this is an 05 and, uh, you know, 14, 14 bucks. Mm. That, which is probably about five bucks off the normal price. It, it's um, it's actually a really nice drop, so I'm sort of revisiting that tonight, but but, but gently. Um, and following that, um, viewers, uh, JP's quite uh, kindly brought around a Catanock Founders Block Coonawarra Cab 707, suspiciously typefaced like the hanging snakes of Langmuir. Yeah, but then that's not the hanging snakes of Langmuir. You're right. It's a similar typeface. But Catnook's always had that typeface from for as long as I can remember. It, it's the type of typeface <clears throat> that if you were inviting the Queen for a barbecue, you'd, you'd, you'd use, that. use that script. You would. You're right. Yeah. It's palace script or something like that. Yeah, it's very palace scripty. Yeah. That K is lovely. Mm. It is. It's got that little curly bit on the end. I bought a typeface the other day. Did I, you? I really actually went out and bought, bought one. I bought one. I bought one from Adobe called Hypatia Sands. Pro. Hypatia. Oh, is it Hypatia? Hypatia. Well, there you go. I went and got the. I've got the, the boat from Harwick. <laughs> boat from Harwick. Yeah, across to the Hooker Holland. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah. Harwich. Harwich, you plonker. It's Harwich to the Hooker. It was called Harwick. Harwick. <laughs> I can remember having a very good time on that ferry back in 19... Oh, shit, long time ago. I reckon it would have been about 71 or 72. And it's, you know, that's a seven-hour trip. I know. And, God, you can get pissed. You can. <laughs> and I did. But, mate, <laughs> With these two lovely young we Scottish were. ladies. We had a ball. I had a ball. <laughs> they oh, had a ball. Yeah, they had a ball too. How many? And then I went back up to uh, Edinburgh about oh, I don't know how much long after uh, when they got back because they were doing the big tour around Europe. But yeah, it's fun, fun, fun. Anyway, mate, we were keeping very, we were very, very sensible in those days because I mean I, I didn't drink very much at all. In fact, I, I, I was a very late starter to to enjoy wine. Well, you're still catching up. Oh, uh, maybe I am. <laughs> but you know, I, it was way towards the end of my twenties, even my thirties. Before I started to, to really enjoy wine. Oh, wine, yeah. Yes. I mean, I, and I didn't drink much at all because I was racing dirt bikes and all that sort of stuff. And and I remember that I went straight to... You know, we went to Amsterdam and we were staying on one of the grats, the Heron grat. Mm. And I remember saying to the guy when, in the little hotel, I said, mate, um, sort of looking around as anyone's looking in, he goes, I said, mate, where's the red light district? <laughs> and the guy looks at me, he goes... It's everywhere! <laughs> and I went, oh, I'm an idiot. You know, like, I didn't sort of think it was like, oh, okay, from house A to house J. And I said, look, where can we smoke some bongs? <laughs> and, that, and that was it. And the guy I was travelling with, he was going, uh, he, he, he wouldn't, he wasn't into it. And I went, all right, and of course, you know, you're a bit shy and 
awkward and stuff like that. And you go, so you go to the coffee shop, I just have a cup of coffee. <laughs> What's this here? All right, so, and then he used to get, I'll get messy and came outside so and he'd be tapping his toe out and then go, right, let's go for a look around. I'm going, oh, I'm frightened. No, can't talk to anyone. <laughs> Clamming up. Uh-huh. Look, I'm laughing at that pedal locked up. They've stolen the bike but left the pedal. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about? <laughs> misspent youth, I think the expression is. <laughs> Don't call me, miss. <laughs> well, what's happening? You, you've got a story for us. Have I? Oh, I fucking hope so. <laughs> well, where do we? Where are we going to start? We're going to start. Mate, next I, one, or are we going to start like V8 supercars? Or what? Do you, what do you reckon we should do? Oh. Or should I just go? No, look, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to start with this month's motor magazine, okay. which I only picked up this morning, and. On page whatever it is, I can't see, 23, 13, there is this gorgeous, oh, basically viewers, if you're interested in cars and you're interested in nice looking metal, Geneva Motor Show's been on, and in this month's motor, there's lots of Geneva stuff, including all the green fast cars as well, but there is a particularly gorgeous Alpha Spider, um, which Pininfarina has... uh, celebrated its 80th anniversary with and Alfa Romeo's 100th anniversary and it's an Alfa Spider concept that two Uetatanta <laughs> I don't know name? look t- you two, say it. Two, it's a number two, two and then a U-E-double-T-O yeah Chutatanta because it's it apparently stirs memories of the Spider duet no wonder they don't sell many no one can pronounce them so, go, but it's well, a, get, imagine the you know the inductee he goes if you get the <laughs> name wrong you get the wrong car it's very very gorgeous looking although they say it's only going to be powered by a 1742cc turbo 4 that bloody Oli that produces 147 kilowatts so anyway but it's very very gorgeous and there's definitely some other good stuff in this magazine it's, it's look at it. there is all this other gear it's um oh man, oh, it's, it's got a bit of it's got a bit of that bmw z4 door and yeah it's, it's got, got a bit of i don't know it's a bit of a sharp oh, line a little bit upswept at the back but it's still it's still got the alpha grill that drips oil. Yeah. but well, then you know if it didn't drip well, they don't oil, rust like they used you to you know if it didn't drip oil you know what the problem would be mm-hmm. it'd run out <laughs> true <laughs> and then there's this Porsche this Porsche stunning Porsche oh my god that does look rather quite too and it's it's a uh, next gen it's, it's called an XG10 project um, paving the way for Porsche's next generation well I'm liking the side exhausts and I yep. can't help but think that there's a little bit of SLS, AMG, Gullwing sort of door hanging around type arama. Well, for a Porsche, it doesn't look boring, which is a good sign. No, it doesn't. Look at those wheels. Mm, That's pretty schmick. They're going to cost you. Four-wheel drive, and it's green. It's got three electric motors, which apparently push out 160 kilowatt extra. Just using, like, once the electric switch... Not much of a car to tinker with with on the weekend. No, absolutely nothing on the weekend. But no, so there's some good stuff, uh, viewers. So, Motor Magazine, and there's a great... I'm looking forward to reading that. They're running off the um, the current Audi RS against the original Quattro, you know, the, the four-wheel drive car. Anyway, without endorsing it, what is it? It's May 2010 Motor. Yeah, yeah. worth so a read. Definitely whatever. worth a read. Oh, I'll get on to those. Who's that idiot that runs the place? What's his name? I don't know. I've got them now. Well, I mean, we can't call him an idiot. It's not Jed Bomber anymore. Mm, oh, uh, 
And a McLean. Right. Okay, okay, well, he'll be yeah. sending us some free ones. I think Does he want a free iMac? Uh, anyway, we'll get him to send some stuff on. And, but I must, must say thank you very much to the guys at AA who continuously s- to send us, um, you know, the, they the do. magazine. I mean, it's not their fault that they've d- replaced air freight by road freight and we get last week's next week and whatever. But anyway, we still get it. And it's still a good as, uh, And as, um, as uh, Mark Nagler, the international uh, drag racing correspondent who's no longer with us and has right. gone back and I <coughs> yes. think has made it safely because I didn't read on the news there'd been a Jetstar crash. No, or, wouldn't, or We wouldn't want to send him. And the train from the airport obviously didn't get derailed either. He, um, had, well, because folks was over here since yeah. we had the last show. With, he was uh, too. And we had a Teppanyaki. And uh, Easter he, uh, he coined the magazine the Fogel Bugle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, it beats auto-fiction. <laughs> and we can't upset anybody God, calling it the final that. bugle. <laughs> it's good. It's like. good. <laughs> Very good. Yes. So, Formula well, One? Well, absolutely. And yeah. in that space, well, maybe it, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But um, uh, uh, Flavio Briatore and, and Pat Simmons have finally settled the case with the oh, So we're going to do this in unison. We are, we've we're both ready. got the same thoughts. Well, then off you go, because you've got fuck all. Well, <laughs> beg your pardon, off you go. <laughs> no, so uh, they've finally drawn a line, I reckon, uh, over the Crashgate scandal. In the sand? Um, Is that lawyers... in the sand? Sorry? What, what in, uh, in the sand? Well, they just said drawn lines. What do they so, mean by that? Sort I don't of, know. Is it, wait, is just it on like, paper? Well, yeah, I think they, they said, whoosh, finished. Right. They've drawn a line, no more, nothing below These, this line. No, who no wrote correspondence will be entered Where did this come from? This came from Sporting Life in the UK, mate. Right? You got out of the UK. Uh, 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 opinion. So, right. anyway, so FIA issued a statement on Monday. Crunch, crunch. Um, reading something along the lines of after discussions, blah, 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 blah. They've made a settlement offered to the FIA president mm-hmm. and uh, with a view to putting an immediate end to the legal sure. proceedings. Oh. So, the legal proceedings are um, all off. Ramifications. In, rela- in relation to that, the resolution will see Briatori and Simon suspended from, the F- from F1 until January the 1st, 2013. Um, they basically said that they've undertaken to abstain from having any operational role in Formula One until the 31st of December 2012, as well as in all other competitions registered on the FIA calendars until the end of the 2011 sporting season. Yeah, so they, yeah, so they basically, they, in 2012, they can yep. do FIA-sanctioned FIA, 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 FIA. events, yes. but not F1, and then 2013, you're on, boys. That's right, exactly. But um, back. I noticed that the, the Pat Simmons actually today on Autosport.com is, is well actually yes they said, said I, I'm available for hire and Cam has been allowed to work in Formula One in a consultancy role because he has a consulting company so I think I think what they're saying is you, you can't field a team or run a, be a, an ownership or, management yeah, style or be at you, an you event could, as a part of a team is the way I read it well, well no because if they're saying, well, Pat's Simon, Simmons, Simon, Simmons, Simon, Simons. we know yeah. too many Simons. Um, if he wants to be part of it, I think from a consulting point of view, but just, you don't run it. Yeah. You're not the boss fella. You don't have the bank account in Switzerland that, you know, mm, Yeah, I just thought that it wasn't sort of allowed to be part of the actual oh, well. action. Qualification. Perhaps Chris from V8 Central might do some show notes, you know? Yeah, you never know. 
After he's, he's got crossed. his, he's probably got it over his hump now, hasn't he? I would hope so. Yeah. yeah. So. You've got a bit of hope. So though. Lewis Hamilton reckons that he's uh, hopefully his troubles are all over, and uh, from here on <laughs> in, he's going to actually <laughs> make some good times. Uh, Mark well, Whitmarsh tigers aren't. Tigers. Tigers troubles. Oh, that's tigers troubles are, are, are just coming back after that ad, and his wife's going like I'm out. Oh yeah, yeah apparently, yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, there's the allegedly. wine thief. Look, wine thief. Can you just give <laughs> a quick thief. appraisal of this Cadenock uh, Flounders block, Coonawarra uh, Cad? Flounders block. You've got the Founders block. One of my yeah. favourites. It is. It's a very yeah. nice drop. Could you could you just mm. give the viewers a bit of a? Uh, yeah, well, it's not open. <laughs> oh, we'll get a glass then, I suppose. We'll cross. Anyway, we'll, we'll get back to him. We'll get back to that. So, anyway, um, yeah. Um, Ching. Don't Mark break your own glass. That, uh, the Mercedes are going to be stronger in the next few races. So, uh, we've got to keep our fingers crossed for that. Because I think that's, that'll be uh, good for the sport. Him getting back up there. George Medici has had two top tens in his first uh, run in America in late model uh, NASCAR type cars um, at but Charlotte, I think. I don't know anything else than that, but right. he's, he's done good yeah, and he's been very happy. Tens. He's been and very he's happy. He's around a few of the um, few of the boys that have been there for a long while, which is good. I rang his dad on the weekend when I was up in Port Macquarie, and but uh, uh, Andrew's phone said, "Look, I'm in America, obviously over there with George." Oh, excellent! So uh, we'll just good see. on you, George. George, and and what's it, what's interesting? Do you know that Miss Bruce Vegas's boss, yeah, his daughter, went out with George's brother Harry. I if mean, you can keep track of that view as you're a better man than I am. He lost me already, but go on. That is interesting. You're right. You're on. The, the, um, you're on, you're on, more on, more on, more on. More on? on. Don't not call more me more on. More on. More off. Is it? Now, didn't, hey, well, we, hey, hey, before we get off of F1, no, 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 before we get off of F1, <laughs> we've got to talk about Victoria. We do have to talk about Victoria. We've got to expound upon the last show and the dig that um, Mark Webber had. And yeah, the LHS and PQ&R and all of that Look, Andrew's... But Andrew's hanging out, hanging out, hanging out there with his wine. snakes. Yeah, well, John, you know this is one of my favourite sub twenty dollar cabernets. It's spicy, fresh from the Kunawara. <laughs> Lots of plums and damsons. Just a great, great drinking wine. As I say, one of my best, one of the best at sub twenty dollars. So good choice, mate. And I'll keep the bottle. Uh, not my, not my. It was uh, JP. JP brought JP it in. JP, you have excelled yourself. JP's looking forward to having a glass later on. Okay, and that's a good wrap. It is. Rep, it is a good is not only a yeah. uh, FWB. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> yep. fine wine buying <laughs> manager at Dang Murphy. <laughs> dang. It's not Dang. Dan G. Murphy is his name. Oh, G. Yeah, Jeffrey. Sure. It's a G. Daniel G. Murphy. Yeah, I've never seen a G. <laughs> Tosler. <laughs> Come on, what do you got? <laughs> I've got I've got the Le Mans Series 1 ah, report yes. from Le Castellet or Paul Ricard circuit in the south of France, also known as HTTT, High Test, High Tech Test Track. Well, what a force of GT2 drivers we have there this year. Amazing, like uh, Fisichella has yep. turned up from uh, Formula 1, still unable to make a comment for, on his own behalf. 
But uh, mate, I'll tell you, um, no uh, less than like uh, how many five brands: Porsche, uh, Ferrari, the uh, BMW is arriving, the Spiker, and um, of course the Aston Martin. Now, it's a track that they unusually tested at five weeks prior. The official test track, well, it, well put it this way. Hang on. The official test track for the Le Mans series is always at, at um, Paul Ricard. Right. But they never run the opening race there. They usually run it somewhere else, like Algarve, Portomeo or something in, 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 in Portugal. But they did do it this year, and they also extended it out to eight hours, not six, being a thousand kilometres. As a result, double points are awarded if they're right. over the six-hour mark, or rather, I think the fifteen hundred kilometre. Not quite sure about that. Um, but in the testing time, very, very low temperatures, so extremely difficult for people to be able to determine what's going on with tyres. And of course, that did uh, affect our uh, dynamic juror of Dominic Farnbacher. And uh, Alan and uh, and Alan Simonson. Previously, I would have said a duo of Alan Simonson and Dominic Farnbacher. But because I'm getting more love from Dom at the moment, it gets the it gets the first plate. Yeah, and, and, and F before yeah. A. It is. A yes. It is. Yeah. yeah. And and true. Anyway. It is. It is. Yeah. I'm sure. And he's not a smell. <laughs> he's not as Dave is smelly. He's <laughs> German hot dog, rusty sausage, sausage stones, and beer savvy with wenches on the side. Winches. Anyway, um, look, um, the race was won by Audi, who at the last minute decided that they were going to come in and run the new R15 Plus, a completely new, like, a reworked version of the R15, which I don't think has been a very particularly successful car yeah. for them, uh, considering the success of the R8 and then the R10, the first diesel. Yep. The R15 was... I wouldn't say a dismal failure, but it didn't seem to deliver at, at the same rate as the others, certainly against the might of the Peugeot uh, 908 FDI, yeah, HDI FAP. Yep. I love all those. Acronyms. Oh, yeah. I mean, the funny thing about it, you know when you say, the, when you buy a high-end car and you go de-optioning the yep. badge, but they won't let you do that when you buy that car. <laughs> okay. When you buy one of those race cars, you know, you're going to have to have that. All those letters. 908 HDI FAP. Oh. FAP. Fuck sure we performance. Can, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm sure we can come up with something for that. <laughs> it's the F that got me. <laughs> French. <laughs> French and pussing. But yeah, the race was won by uh, Dindo Capella and Alan McNish. And Alan McNish oh, is no okay. stranger to winning uh, in the Audi from. Uh, Adrian Fernandez doing a great job being brought in at the last minute Fernandez to um to, to drive in the Aston Martin team with uh, Harold Primat and Stefan so how did uh, Alan and Dominic last? Uh, sorry, third last. Okay, last. Third. Who came last? Last was last was the KSM Lola. Last to be classified was the KSM Lola that uh, Alan uh, ran with uh, Jean de Patalis and Hakadi uh, Noda, the ex Formula One driver at Le Mans in two thousand and eight, with um, Andy Kennard from yeah. Kennard's Hire. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but you see, the reason they were last. 
yeah, so happy on. at the car back Too early. You know, like yeah. the... <laughs> You're going well tonight, aren't but... you? <laughs> first to retire, or rather, first of the last to retire, was unfortunately our dynamic duo. Right. Um, uh, under, after 204 laps, but uh, there were a significant so amount of time. how many hours was that? Uh, well, it was the, the seven and a half hours in. And Look, I'm just going to read it to you, because Dom yeah. sent me the story. Oh, yeah. And I'll read it to you, just as Dom would write it, because right. he says, look, can you tune it into something more humorous? Go, thanks to John, foe the logos. Foe? T nax Well, Paul Ricard wasn't very good for Alan and me, but ally. So he got that right. But we tried our best. As everybody know, it will be a tough one this year with all the strong teams. And to compete against Michelin will be another challenge. So Alan and I were positive about it and our plan was to develop a good and consistent tyre, the Hancock tyre that is, because they're the works team for Hancock, throughout the season. So we can steal here and there some points for the championship run. I speak like a German. That's right. Our focus this weekend was to drive mainly consistent without mistakes and troubles with double B. (laughs) (laughs) Before, look at this one, we look like Wally, before usually. We tried to find a good setup. I was evaluating different constrictions and compound to find not only the best, also the most consistent. Meanwhile, Alan was hitting on women in the corner, but then worked on a setup to find a good balance between top speed and high downforce in the corner. That's right. (laughs) Before getting in the car. (laughs) So in quali, we were 11th out of 13th. At least better than the remaining FIA, ra- ra- reigning remaining FIA GT Championships Pro Speed in a Porsche, which was Richard Westbrook, oh, yeah. and the factory BMW M3 of Schnitzer. Schnitzer. Schnitzer BMW. Schnitzer, which were, Schnitzer, Schnitzer, they were uh, Dirk Mueller and Dirk Werner, the Dirksters. Oh, the Werners. The, Dirk- <laughs> the Werner has turned. But the field was very strong and close, and the race was going to be very competitive. In the eight-hour race, I did the starting. Our plan was to single stint so we don't wear each other out. <laughs> Tag team. So I, so one hour, Alan, one hour, me, and so on. And then we were all in the bed, and the little one said, roll over, roll over. They all rolled over, and one fell out, and then he got back in the car with the brakes and ate and drank and informed our handcook engineers, James and Michael, the important information about tyre performance. But it wasn't a good race. I had contact in the first hour with the Spiker C8 and damaged my bumper. But we could continue. Then, in in hour, we were sixth already. The power steering pump failed. We had to stop for 15 minutes to replace it. In hour five, Alan's steering wheel column, all one word, got loose. Oh, I'm scared. (laughs) Poo poo pants for Alan. And then seven and a half hours in the race. (laughs) Almost did we were seventh which was good, our left rear upper control arm brake. We couldn't continue because it would have taken more than 30 minutes to replace and to renew the brake hose, which got damaged when the wheel got loose. Not a good race for Alan and me. We, I, we worked very hard throughout uh, the weekend and uh, the crew, uh, night and day, to give us a perfect car. We don't give up and we'll be back with a stronger and better tyre and car in Spa in three weeks. Thanks to Hancock and the team and the crew for the good car. Dom. Very good. Now here's Alan's version. 88. It was a shit weekend. Sort it. Make it good. 44. Bye. 
P.S. Send money. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Excellent. You did that very well. Well, uh, don't bother me with the details. Believe. Ring me. I can actually believe that. I'll tell you. I'll give you the. I'll give oh, you, the you know the bacon tip. wrapper scenario in the morning. The bacon wrapper. Oh, you, 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 oh let's oh. not go there. Oh, 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 we don't oh. want to get talking about that. Bathurst 12 hours Monday morning bacon wrappers Uh, talking about Bathurst 12 hours we had one of the last interviews we did at the Bathurst 12 hours with Cam McConville and I see that um, he's got himself a drive with walking chore for the Enduros um, so he'll be in with either. Um, well, is that any different? He was in the black. Well, it was in the bloody thing anyway, wasn't he? No, no. He, oh, was... he was in the wagon. Yeah, at the it was in the car. Yeah, that was. I know that's obviously part of the reason that he got in the walking short car. That's what I'm alluding to. So what's he doing? To the wagon. So he's going to be in with either Tanda or Will Davidson. In what? In the HRT in the Enduro. In the wagon. No, not in the wagons. Oh, oh that injured. The, 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 the oh, so, enduros. So it's another case of the, the retired supercar driver that doesn't retire. Well, the, only the Enduros, though, because he's got apparently he's got a Jack's Fit Tire, um, Jack's Quick Fit Tire franchise in Melbourne. Moravian. Didn't know that, but there you go. <laughs> but uh, so, because everybody was expecting him, of course, to go back to um, uh, Brad Jones uh, for the Enduros because he'd driven for them last year. But uh, he basically said he's basically said that um, he's put um, driving what he considers to be a, a, a better chance of winning uh, above dollars. So uh, that's why he's gone with the Walking Shore Factory team. So <laughs> is that all? Is that all that's wrong with it? <laughs> I mean, that's all that's wrong I'm with just, it. I'm just turning the oven on, viewers. Now, of course, it's um, Hamilton this weekend. Not, not as in Lewis, as no, in no, uh, Lewis. as in NZ, NZ Hamilton. Oh, good so of course, rusty sausage. Oh yeah, where's the, the dogs? The, the, dogs the, oh, the dogs is snoozing rather than the barking dogs is jumping around. So well, hello dogs. Viewers, the dogs is unbelievably well, and we'll be going for a photo shoot next Monday. Stay tuned because you're going to see a a, a full page promo for for JP and. Hardy and dogs and Le Fogoir yeah. in uh, in the uh, VAE mag. Call me you. Yep. The new electronic. Well, give it rag. A pipe. Yeah. Well, we will. New online. But, and and it's coming out the next edition, uh, which yep. will be coming out uh, the Monday after Lewis Hamilton. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, so good. very good take up so far. All the teams, every Formula, uh, every Formula One team in the world. It's got nothing to do with them. Every V8 team on the other hand. Except Vodafone are in. Right. But that's not my problem. (laughs) But, you know, (laughs) Martine Cousins doesn't want to know about it. Mm -hmm. She wants to do the PR and other thing. That's her problem. Fine. She does a fine job. She doesn't want to be part of it. Hey, we can't tell her what to do. Of course not. She wants to be the odd person out. No, they want to set themselves apart. No, yes, yes. So anyway, I'm I'm, I'm all good on it. I'm all good on it. Who needs them? If you want to be in, be in. If you don't, going to be a control freak. Up to you. Take your your library book late back. Or back late, even. (laughs) Don't don't (laughs) ask. Viewers, if you want to bet on the weekend. Put sauce on your burger when you shouldn't. I'm not a betting person. But if you wanted to have a bet on the weekend... You'd have to say 
that Murphy, apparently, on v8bet.com.au, is at 126 bucks to win. You know, you and know. you know, the last time Murph won was at Pukekohe in 2005, so it was five years ago. He won a race. Mm. Right. And I reckon that with his new car, with um, Paul Morris Motorsports, that new Castrol uh, car... But he can't quite hear his head around. Well, no, I think he's getting better and better, and he's certainly showed some good qualifying. Well, I think he does too, but I think... I, I think that he'd be, worth a, he'd be worth a flutter. Absolutely, but you see, what he needs to do when people go, so well, what's your plan this weekend? You go, oh, I'm going to have a crap, crap weekend. It's all going to yeah. go pear-shaped, you know, as usual. Mm. Yeah, whatever. I'm oh, just a supercar driver. It doesn't matter. I'll smash it to pieces and go home early. You know, he'll have a great weekend. So they all <laughs> talk it up, and they kill themselves. So you go, just be, be humble. So yeah. you go, I'm going to have a shit weekend. Yeah. I won't be any good. Oh. And then they'll go, great. So you see, set your expectations. Well, you should set his expectations. Exactly. Well, apparently all he of them, said, like, under, I just under quote make, and over deliver. I just can't make any mistakes, is what he said. So if he's got that mindset already, sorry, Murph, you've stuffed it. There you go. Just, I can make lots of mistakes, but I can still win. Uh, That's the way he should be thinking. Here's the, here's the man behind the tasting of the founder plot. It does, is it a bit like Langmeal hanging snakes? No, it's totally different. It's, no, it's, totally different. it's a Kunawara Cab Sav, not yeah. bloody Barossa Shiraz. Well, don't you learn anything in the six months? Amusing before? news from the British GT Championship. Yeah. I might uh, like to tell you that, I mean, look, I hate to go back to the snappy Dane. The snappy but, but, but we do have a bit going on with the Dane. We do. Yeah. And more, and more Danish. And you will recall yeah. that. On en route, en route to a Bathurst 12 hour, yes. there was a very terse communication from the senior snappy Davis. Yes. To say, you need to get this website up for my brother Benny, who's going to be yeah. riding, driving and the, I can remember. the R Bath yep. GB Trophio 500 Championship, which is. And the there we were in the house at Bathurst while we were cooking meals for Marcus and the whole team. Still putting the website together for me. And, and book, yeah. we did a good job. We did. And not only because we did, because when Benny went to the first round at Alton Park, oh, which was also Alton. supporting yeah. British GT, of which Alan was coming a couple of seconds. Oh, well, help yourself. Put <laughs> clothes on the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love some things. <laughs> which, of which Alan got two second places um, and obviously several fastest times and everything in the British GT. As he does. But he couldn't test the car. Alan couldn't test his car mm. because it was, believe it, the bloody workshop was snowed in. <laughs> and it was a week after AGP. You've got to love and, that. And, and Hector Lester was here driving in Australia <laughs> yes. with, uh, with, the, with his engineer, John, who's yep. a regular engineer, was here with him. They couldn't they got back, they couldn't get the car out to test it, so they'd take it to the, take it to the track untested still. And um, they did a good job. But nonetheless, Benny Simonson, and let me say, women, <laughs> Look out, there's another Simonson coming About. through. <laughs> Not only did he get pole, yeah. set the fastest lap, a lap record, he spun on the first corner, still to grab third place from the back of the field, and second in the final to win the round. Fantastic, what a result. The Benster. <laughs> and you know the difference between him and Alan? Yeah. He's nice. <laughs> <laughs> And you put a hot lap on the side of the car, talent development, you know. <laughs> Fantastic, yeah. In 
Six point. <laughs> that was Alan's doing. Six point power Six point. script. No, no, no. And, I, I, and I've got to show you the shot. I'm going to put it up. It's going to be yeah. the hero. It's Benny up. He is absolutely 45 degrees, two wheeling it round the corner. Oh, great. Man, it's unreal. It's a great shot. So that's that. All right. And, oh, my God, there's even one more bloody Danishness again. Oh, not more Danishness. Oh, well, I mean, it was... we got more Danishness here than a bloody chock full of pastries. Mate, he was mitching and boning on the phone, going, well, why don't I get a drive into uh, Indy Carnival, Super Carnival, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not him. He doesn't speak like that. Who speaks like that? Why don't I get it? Maybe he does. Yeah, he does. He speaks like that. Yeah. Not that bad. No, not quite that bad. Anyway, so why doesn't he get a drive in the Well, car? so I went, I don't know, why haven't you got a drive? It, it is a good question. Why didn't Alan Simonson get a gig yeah. uh, with it? Uh, even though, um, you know, no one really knows exactly where everybody is. So, I thought, I'll ring Shane Howard, the general manager of Supercars Australia, which I did, and said, G'day, mate. Yeah, well, he said, hello, oh, here I said, look, um, can you tell me the criteria of selection for um, the national drivers. Yep. He goes, oh, we've made that decision. I said, no, I didn't ask you what you've made. I just said, well, what is the decision process? It was all very pleasant, yeah. everything like that. And I said, well, I'm... Representing. Snappy, 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 snappy Danish. Danish man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and considering his, his, his experience and, and, and really in enduros and, and position with... Uh, uh, GT and driving over here? No, no. Vodafone, Triple right. Eight. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought that he would have been on, on the books, you know, mm. like, hello, what's going on? Because, and, 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 and in fact, they haven't even known, they haven't even said who. Ah, Vodafone, they'll be using the internationals they're bringing in. Yeah, of course. Sure. So that's a bit silly on Al's part, yeah. but whatever, what do you do? And, and so I sort of still got nowhere. So, well, what about with the people that, you know, if they, if they, you know, get sick or have a leg snapped off or, you know, you know. <laughs> I have a big crown the week before and put their neck out. You know, like Madeline's jewellery yeah. is lost. Well, then, um, he said, we have reserves. I said, well, well, would it not be foreseeable that Alan could not be on the thing? He goes, yeah, perhaps there'd been an oversight. So I said, okay. So I, I sent uh, sent him an email saying, look, yep. you know, thanks. Hey, what's done's done, but please keep him on the list. Oh. And that's where we are with a super carnivale. Because I heard that Jan Magnussen was mm -hmm. getting a gig. Really? Through a GM connection, obviously, right, because yeah. of his Corvette uh, ALMS program yep, yep. going on there. And of course, when I told Alan, it was, oh, my, my, my screen just went, oh, my <laughs> screen just went red. <laughs> so, there you go. Snappy, snappy. Snappy indeed. So, are we on tech time yet? Well, I don't know if you got any more motorsport. Oh, really? There's, a, there's so a bunch there's not there. Much, there's not much sort of that really's jumping up and grabbing you at the moment. I mean, but basically nothing's been happening for the last week. So we really need we need Hamilton out of the way to have some stuff to talk about. And China, of course. <laughs> well, I think it's tech time. <laughs> That's the tech time intro this week. Exactly. <laughs> tech time! Sorry, dogs. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what we're not going to do tonight, and that's talk about the launch of the iPad, because I think everyone else has talked about it. Everybody's done it. The iPad's been done to death. All you need to know, viewers, is it's been deferred for a month, 
and you can't get any information no, 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 until May the 10th. It's That's an it. international Finish audience. It. This is an international audience. You can't be just talking about non-US. Well, everyone except the US. May the 10th, don't bother coming before that. Don't bother talking about it. Don't bother thinking about it. A tiny little review of the 500,000 units that apparently have been, have been sold, which is a phenomenal, phenomenal success. You know, the, the great thing about the whole, the iPad really is that, you know, it, 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 you, the users can't get at the file system. They can't fuck anything up. You know, all they can I do... I hard to believe. They can only get the, the users, not the hackers. Right, okay. Yeah. Like, all they can do is restore. Yeah, true. And because the delivery of product onto it, anything, yep. except uh, is it, through the iTunes Music Store ecosystem, yes. it actually is it protects the user experience. It, ma- it makes sure they're always going to have a, u- a good user experience because Apple is like condoning or rejecting yes. the applications and they're also going through a process and saying look <clears throat> we don't need web apps we need real apps and yeah. a case in point is like last night I'm listening to ABC TV and they've gone oh we've got this app for this yeah. but, and, and listen to all watch this great streaming video and music and but no hello ABC TV you don't get it that is the same content you could deliver through a browser comfortably through through a, I mean, a, a, a the, the Safari browser. Yeah. Or this week, the first time uh, Opera, which has yes, been provided uh, free yeah. and, and to the greatest number yeah. one downloaded app. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, if you build an app, you build an app because it contains you within to do something unique that the web experience doesn't do. Yeah. Um, and so Apple's going through and weeding out a lot of this stuff, and I think it, it needs to be because you know there were, there were, there's apps for just rubbish, you know. Just it's like there's an it's app with a, there's a Is front end. No, seriously, it, there's a brand with a front end. You go click here, no, 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 no. All it does is just pulls you out, chucks you out to YouTube, and that's not a, an app experience. No, an it's app not. keeps you within like a game. Or you know, in this yeah, case, like at the very intelligently least, intelligently mean, designed for the platform. The SydneyMorningHerald.com.au. Yep. You yep. type it in in your browser yes. on on the iPhone, and then it'll go to subdomain m.smh.com.au, mm-hmm. and it will reformat. It goes, okay, I identify you're an iPhone, iPhone, and I will reformat the content in the best for a screen, which is of the yes. resolution of yep. that. That works. It's not just here's my main website. Yeah. into there and that, that that's sensible web app solution and of course you know people can save and you put the button on the desktop that's not just because there's a button on the desktop doesn't mean it's a web app <laughs> I mean sorry it's a, an application get it in your heads no it annoys me just get it in your heads yes so anyway so the iPad arrives 500k yeah they're going to be delivered a month late whatever yep. I, don't, I, you know, I don't think that's a bad thing I you know, think from my good. perspective as a reseller I think it's great because Traditionally, because of the way Apple release their products and you don't get told anything and you know nothing about it and then suddenly, bang, there it is, you don't get all of the add-ons that you can sell with it straight off the bat. So people come in and they want a case for it or a stand or an extra keyboard or speakers or whatever. With Traditionally, with iPod releases, with MacBook releases, etc., etc., you've never ever got the stuff for the early adopters. Like the people who come in the day after it's released and go, I want one of those. Oh, I need a case for it. Oh, sorry, you can't have a case yet because we haven't got them. 
because it's only released yesterday and nobody's shipping any cases yet. So at least this gives us the chance now to actually be able to sell people accessories when they buy the device, which I think is really good. Uh, absolutely, couldn't agree more. Plus, you know, it's a bit of dissemination. By the time it gets to us, you know, the, probably the, the logic board will have a B revision. They're mm. already saying that there are perhaps possibly yeah, some Wi-Fi connectivity issues. And, and I have to say that um, I have to say that uh, look, I've been all over the product, and because as, as a as a developer for it, yes. um, I'm, I'm I'm very very excited. And uh, out of the blue, I just happened to stumble uh, into an ad agency on, on Monday. Um, and uh, got one of my hands, yeah, and, yeah. And, and played around with it, you know, for 10 or 15 minutes. And I really liked it. You know, there's not much I need to do with it. Yeah, right, what's it feel mm. like? Wait, this is the corners, right? Okay, I tried that car race again. Look, it can all wait. The display's lovely. But I, the first thing I noticed, and I, just out of the corner of my eye, was zero Wi-Fi signal. This was on one bar, and there we were, were right next to a 24-inch iMac sitting on the, on the with a full a boardroom table. And it had... Um, yeah, you know, full strength. So, yep. eh, whatever. So, I think you know we'll be lucky. We'll get um, we'll get the nice one, unlike international. That's have right. to go ahead and get the A A red on the day it's released. Oh, that the queued up. Sent from my iPad. Yeah, I know. Sent from my iPad. Had to. Had to so do that. So that's all good. Plus, considering we're working on some stuff. Um, Another month to work on it before it's delivered. Yeah. This, it was being <laughs> it's Australian a centric, I'm loving it. <laughs> Absolute bonus. Now, there's a, actually there's a fair bit to talk about here, and I'll, I'll come back to it because it's it's it, it's pretty it's pretty gnarly. Um, as a, as an Apple developer, on Friday, Apple showed off to selected developers in uh, San Jose the uh, iPhone OS four operating system, which brings a much wanted. Uh, functionality specifically multitasking there's a whole lot of other things it does as well but multitasking is is quite significant because it, it means that like from a like a, a GPS background locationing point of view it can now be finding out where you are underneath it all yep and that means that if you're using location aware services you don't need to be you don't need to be going out of that location aware service like Goala or Foursquare um, and and saying well where am I it's it basically it's like push it's, updating it's like push technology so yep. that, that's really cool so I can have a call and it sort of goes yeah yeah okay Fred's milk bar's nearby that's that that's a really good uh, solution it's called background GPS that, that that's very important obviously they'll be limiting the, how many applications can run simultaneously or rather I think they put some to sleep a little bit yeah they do take, they take away a bit of some of the, yeah. the processing power and of course they've been managing that very carefully but um, what was I suppose there's been a huge amount of uproar over this was the change to the uh, 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 Apple developers um, Licensing agreement of which you know we had to yes we had to go up. through um, and clause three three one which basically in rounded out terms is specifically said is that y if you develop your applications for the iPhone in anything other than C C plus plus or Objective C which effectively is um, JP if you touch it you know it'll break. <laughs> it wasn't Don't fuck with it. Yeah, go on. Oh, we've got no battery left. Objectively, um, we're going to have to. Oh, look, we've got no battery left. Are you kidding? No, we'll have to get go quick, otherwise we're oh. going to run out of power. Okay, 
Sorry, um, uh, basically, if you don't uh, adopt or work with that, then you're going to be in the shit because um, uh, they've said you must not use a cross-compiler. So third-party right. products like Unity or, or Titanium, which is when we have been using Titanium to do some de- development, we're not too far in on it. So that's cool, but we'll have to go back now and start going, right, we have to use genuine Xcode development tools. So yeah. in other words, that really screws people like Adobe. And this is where this big love-hate relationship has oh, been going on. Going because Adobe has been going, well, we can provide a iPhone emulator as they can for many other phone devices in the CS5 Flash platform. You go, well, yeah. what's the story? They don't run Flash. You know, I'm like, what do they do? do they, how do they run CS5? Why does CS5 Flash make iPhone apps? Well, what they do is they compile, they cross-compile to Adobe Air. Yes, And then right. what they do is they run the Air app on the phone. And, of course, that's not what, what, what Apple wants. And Steve Jobs has been very, very vocal about it. It's just a, a it's huge shit. Now, we're going to we're gonna have to really speed this up because part. of the battery here on the thing, damn it. Um, other than to say that I agree with Steve Jobs we have to get people to be do, be creating the best apps with the, the the great the best tools. Otherwise, we 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 are in we're going to end up with substandard products. And the reason why they've had to go through this and force this is because if you go back twenty years ago or even longer, when the when the nineteen eighty four when the Mac Mac the Mac the original Mac, original Mac yeah. came out. They had to, like, developers were lazy and everyone was used to doing stuff on command line, so they were doing command line type program. And they went, no, you have to develop through our development tools, and which I think might have been an earlier version of HyperCard. And they were saying, transition from command line to the mouse interface. Now, what Steve is doing and the developers are being forced to do is to, is to transition from mouse to touch. Right. Yeah. And so by doing that, going, look, don't st- you'll stick with your old ways. And, um, so he's forcing them basically to, to right. get up to date and Speed to make up, talk, sure that everything works. Talk very quickly. Uh, and so that it's a great user experience. Um, look, one last thing I needed to talk about was viewers, if you've got spare five minutes, go to uh, www.holden.com.au slash home. When you get to Holden's homepage, bottom right hand corner, there's a shortcut to the Holden Lion magazine. Now the only reason I'm mentioning this is they've got a great little article there, um, I think it's about page eight or something, on um, E85 fuel and the fact that the Victorian government is supposedly putting their hand up to um, build a plant in conjunction with a lot of Holden input um, that will recycle garbage into ethanol um, and so that's uh, it's, it's, it's actually a very interesting read so I'd encourage you to go and have a look yeah absolutely no, I, I agree with you but uh, quick quick rundown just of the other bits in tech new, new MacBook Pros uh, released overnight or not before last oh, yeah, uh, with the yeah, yeah. new um, uh, Intel Core i5, i5 and Core and i7. i7s and um, and 10 hours battery life. Yeah, 10 hours battery life. Very very good. Um, at, through a third party product, you can actually have full HDMI out. So actually, they're bringing the audio um, and the video component into the connector, last, which is going great. out. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Google is um, saying that they've they've coming up with an iPad challenger. More on this next week. Uh, Microsoft. Uh, I don't know where they're. Friggin' heads are out. You know, okay, the, the biggest release. Oh, oh, hello. It's not Windows Phone 7 series. It's we're dropping the series. Yeah. Okay, that'll save you. Yeah, right. And then there's the, the new Microsoft phones. Kin 1 and Kin 2. Well, what's mm. the first word? Fuck. Fucking. Yeah. yeah, right. That's right. Um, talking of phones, Palm. Palm's in trouble. Palm's up for sale, yeah. apparently. 
put their hand up for money. And apparently, they reckon Bono from U2's got a lot of money in there with some consortium or the other. Oh, mate, they put him in his so, place. There you go. It's annoying that Bono. I mean, how, could he, how could he endorse Bono. an iPod and then put his money with someone else? They're twisted. Rock stars, mate. Can you understand them? How do you put it from the iPad? Solved. Get one, put it down on the top of a Hewlett Packard, Hewlett Packard Lace Deck 3380, and press the button. The perfect result. Is that That's right? Simplicity yep, in absolutely. the making. Uh, 27 inch iMacs overnight. iMac, uh, the uh, firmware updates because, could you believe it? <laughs> They've had to do an iMac because the processor's gone, nah! <laughs> 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 it's gone mad. You know why it went mad? Why? Someone plugged in the headphone. Oh, is that right? Yeah, no, you'd think, oh, yeah. a little headphone. Yeah. Jack would make a processor go, man. Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, there you go. Um, and anyway, and the, the backlight. If you've got a 27-inch iMac, the minute you plug it in and do all your software updates and you've got a wireless keyboard, the first thing it will do is tell you that you need to update the firmware in your wireless keyboard. Hmm. Yeah. So Snap yeah. Well, I tell you, just uh, yep, do your updates, um, and also Snow Leopard and Leopard have done some security updates overnight, so that's all good. Yeah, you might be thinking we were stuff. just we're Mac, we're Mac fanboys. We're not Mac fanboys at all. No. Mac fanboys speak clearly, absolutely. But we just hate PCs, <laughs> indubitably. Well, no, there. I must admit, well, over in uh, in Melbourne at uh, the, um, the the. I thought we were hurrying up. We are. We're hurrying. Well, the light's not on. Dribbling. But it <laughs> <laughs> was. I had, a, I had a go on a decent Windows 7, is it? Yep, Windows 7. Well, yeah. it, it was actually all right. Yeah, it's not a bad experience. I, I, yeah, but, well, no, it was not a bad experience because I, I couldn't get near the file system. I've seen it on <laughs> parallels. I mean, I said, runs well under parallels. As long as I didn't lose anything, I was fine. Yep, runs well under parallels. It's got a search that doesn't work. Food. Yeah, but food. Yeah, a bit of uh, food, a bit of barbecue happening. I, not actually barbecue, but we'll just get on to food because tonight I'm going to be indoctrinated with the deluxe pork steaks and yes the special liquid engineering that's right but this is not about liquid engineering because what i wanted to uh, go through was you know it's confounded me for centuries yep what is the difference between greybox supreme mm -hmm. and greybox traditional well i've done the research yep and did you know no i mean no one can I tell you clue. well let me tell you that greybox supreme Categorically, is an excellent savoury gravy for all meats in the style of bistros and home restaurants. Right. Whilst traditional, just like mum used to make, Greybox traditional is an all-poipus gravy designed for use with pan juices that's perfect for everything from roast to mid-weekend chops, mid-week chops and mid steak. That's right. Well, actually, funny you should say that, because my mum always used to use the pan juices in the traditional grey box. Supreme, if you've got in no fact, pan juices, if you want Hollywood. to start from scratch, use Supreme. Yep. If you've got pan juices, traditional. But I'm finding this a little bit sexist. Right. Just like mum used to make. Right. Yeah. Well. Well, it's true. Miss Briz Vegas can't cook. <laughs> yeah, I know that, but it's just like used to make. See? Well, so in the old days where you can have in, oh, in 20 years time they won't be able to say that but at the moment they can get away just with like mum sweet. makes and not dad that's right because he can't cook but I mean I tell you yep I'll tell you I'll liquid tell you. engineering though you've got to touch on the liquid engineering I'll tell you look 
But we've done liquid engineering last time we with did. Luella. We did the handover of liquid engineering. You're just going to get the taste of it tonight. Right. Because, like, you know, it's, come and get it. It is. Which well, you must Let's watch. go and cook. Come and get it with Peter. G'day. Russell, oh, g'day. Yes, go to YouTube. Fuck yeah, Clark. Go to YouTube, viewers, if you haven't already seen it, and put in Peter Russell Clark bloopers. Yes, very, very laughing. Hilarious. If laughing. you remember the Where's the Cheese and all those other things he did all those years ago, like like Hardy and I do, you will cack yourself laughing. G'day, Bernard King here. Show us your dick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and what do you do with the Scotch eggs? Oh, don't say that on the radio. We'll get <laughs> We'll get right up too, too low. Scotch eggs. Scotch cook, eggs. Scotch Just the eggs. cook them till they're black. There we go. And then fry them. <laughs> You'll and figure it note. out. Good night, viewers. Good night, viewers.